happening, all you dudes and dudettes out there? This is Dudes Talking Freedom back at you once again. This is Luke, and I'm here with J6 Guy, Jeremy, and Vince. Are you guys DTF? Hell yeah, I'm DTF. You know I'm DTF. I'm always DTF. And I'm definitely DTF. We're brought to you by Warriors for Freedom, a nonprofit that creates pathways to engage service members, veterans, and their families to prevent suicide, create camaraderie, and help them live their best lives. Check them out at warriorsforfreedom.org. All right, folks, we have a great show lined up for you tonight. We're talking freedom. January 6th, fever, fever, inflation, PGA to LIV, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. So let's get into it, dudes. Shall we? Yes, we shall. More importantly, the biggest announcement of all those is what, Jeremy? It's Luke's birthday. Yeah, it is. Happy birthday, Luke. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Jeremy, put your shirt back on. Whoa. Stop it. Hey, Hey, now, how old are you, bud? Easy. Too damn old, man. Too damn old. I don't need you guys busting into my LifeLock account and screwing up my credit. So I think I'll just not say. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Anything special for your birthday? You know, every year there's something special for my birthday, and it's Flag Day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that's when, uh, you know, the first flag of the United States was flown and, and made June 14th, 1777. By who? Betsy. Ross. Ross. From where? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, baby. Yeah. yeah. Let's go, birds. Yuck. I know. You guys love it. That's okay. All right. All right. You know who else is uh, born on June 14th? Yeah. Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump. Today's his birthday? Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> Share a birthday with DJT. I didn't wow. know either. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. Pretty neat. He wrote a 12 page statement uh, about the sham January 6th hearings that are going on in Congress right now. Trump. He released it, I think, last night or this morning. 12 pages. I haven't read it all yet. It's long. Did you but, put a bookmark in it? No, it's, I have a digital copy. Did you, did you ear tag it? No, you. No, it's okay. digital copy. Gotcha. I don't, yeah, I just read it on my iPad. Okay. Um, so Flag Day. Tell us about Flag Day. I mean, that's what pretty you know much it. it. Okay. That's, that's pretty much what I know, you know. I mean. Today's the day? Yeah. Okay. It's when uh, we got the flag. Yeah. You, Vince keeps pointing his headphones for our listeners. We have, I know. It's I keep hot as shit I, in the garage, so we got a couple fans in here, and he probably thinks he hears them. I don't really hear them. If you hear them, we're sorry, but it's just too hot to roll without them. So. Yeah. So All basically, right. June 14th, 1777, the Second Continental Congress took a break from writing the Articles of Confederation and passed a resolution stating that the flag of the United States be 13 stripes, alternate red and white, and that the Union be 13 stars, white and a blue field representing a new constellation. And over 100 years later, in 1916, President Woodrow Wilson marked the anniversary of that decree by officially establishing June 14th as Flag Day. Does that feel more official? It does. Good. A little history for us. I'll go ahead and pop my collar. There you go. Make it official. Pop well, you know what? Collar. Happy birthday, man. I appreciate it, guys. All right. Just Happy Flag day. day. Yeah. yeah. Also. I, and I, you love- know, I know we have a lot of Wisconsin uh, listeners out there, and there's a little bit of a fact about the U.S. flag. Bernard... Sigrund, a small-town Wisconsin teacher, mm. originated the idea for an annual Flag Day to be celebrated across the country every June 14th in 1885. And he led his school in the first formal observance of the holiday, actually. So, thank you, Wisconsin. Nice. Okay. Yeah, shout-outs to all of our Wisconsinites out there. Cheeseheads. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? 
And speaking of that, they, she hooked us up with um, one of our biggest fans, my wife, with um, some New Glarus brewing some Spotted Cal. Yummy. And uh, Lukey got some fancy beers for his birthday and a cupcake and some balloons. We're and drinking, what did you bring over, Jeremy? What is this, uh, this amazing? This is uh, Don Julio. Julio! Añejo tequila, which is pretty smooth. Uh, I would put it up there with uh, Ayate we tried a little while back, although I do think the uh, Ayate edges this out slightly in terms of flavor. But this is pretty damn smooth. It's good yeah, stuff. That was a, a very fun episode. I don't know what we were talking about, but we were we were lit. I'll tell you that much. That, yeah, that we drank almost down. a whole bottle of tequila. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was, it was for four of us, it was a pretty good time. Right. Um, yeah, this has a more traditional taste profile that a tequila has. And that, that Ayate was more like kind of a... A blend like a Scotch tequila, mm-hmm. kind of a smoky flavor. Felt more Sip Scotchy like, you know. Yeah, this one has this one's a good sipping one. It's a it's got, but it definitely has a little more bite to it than the other. It's way better than Digits by Scotty Pippen. Oh <laughs> man, that was brutal. Uh-huh. <laughs> so J Six guy, what do you uh, what do you think of this? You're taking a spot of our infamous Jeff. We miss you, Jeff. I know you're listening out in sunny Virginia. Oh, glad to be here. It's nice to. Have an opportunity to put a little truth out there. It seems that pretty much everything regarding J6 is just lies, you know, pushed over and over by the media, and, and there's no counter narrative. So glad to be here. Awesome. Appreciate yeah. you being here. Now you were there. I was there. Okay. First hand account. Um, <laughs> I've seen, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people wish they weren't, um, namely the four people who. And their families, the four people who who passed away that day. Um, I've been seeing a lot more information coming out recently in the form of documentaries, and people are you know putting videos together, uh, you know personal, prof- you know not professional but personal videos that they took on their phones or cameras that day. And I've seen a couple of documentaries that have been privately produced uh one i think was a little bit more professionally produced by a couple of like um actors that that were there that day um and i don't recall their names but all of them have been really well done and all of them show some crazy things going on that are very out of place for uh what was expected at the time um and of course now you have donald trump coming out saying like hey you know Two days prior, I authorized 20,000 National Guard, you know, folks to be there. And Nancy Pelosi shot it down, you know, really? and, and said, we don't need them. It, uh, it, supposedly it's her call. And she, you know, said, forget it. Um, after Trump had offered to provide, I heard Cash Patel on, uh, I think, I forget what it was, Epic Times the other day. He was doing his, uh, you know, thing with Cash. And it was Cash's Corner, I think it was maybe. And he was talking about this and he was talking about how, you know, it just came out that Trump had, tw- you know, two days prior to J6 had said 20,000 troops, if you need them, they're there for you. Well, I authorize hmm. you to them. And then they said, nope, we don't need it. And then all the other crazy shit that went down. I mean, I've seen flashbangs hitting people in the chest. I've seen people getting beat over the head by batons that were on the ground already laying motionless. I've seen people getting pepper sprayed behind barricades like Like, not seen all this on social media right i've seen all this on like person like if you were to take a a a phone Mm. and record video at the capitol right during this right you're in the crowd you're taking video and you see a guy 
climbing up the side of a of a steps of the stairs and he's like kind of holding on to the railing of the stone stairs and then a capital police officer comes over and punches him and sends him three stories down to the ground it's crazy and then he gets carried off they take one of those like fence barriers that you see in like the street for parades yeah, and shit as a stretcher as a stretcher and they're right. holding it and they got this guy on it and they're ro- rushing him off like people died that day and like well let's ask, ask the guy that was there yeah i mean like tell us about it yeah, what was it like? As much as you can say. Well, you don't really see violence, you know, for the most part, but they did a good job of finding anything that makes that day look bad, and, and that's all they portray it as. You know, it's uh, I didn't really see any violence at all going on until um, we got inside the Capitol, and there was just a little skirmish. But other than that, I mean, people were... You know, screaming back the blue and trying to help the cops out a lot and, and hugging them. And, you know, a lot of Trump supporters are, are very patriotic and, and they love the police. They support the police. So, you know, they just took a very you know small handful of, of interactions that went bad. And, and that's what they focus on. But there's a lot of good that was actually done that day. Uh, it was supposed to be a giant, enormous, peaceful protest. And, and unfortunately, it didn't go that way. Now, I saw some videos of uh, just one of look like some Antifa that were putting on some uh, Trump stuff. And That's coming out now, too. This Jake Sullivan guy. Right? W- would you say that there was some maybe undercover Antifa there that you thought maybe could have been or just some really far, far right guys that were just like or a mix of both? What would you say? I would say there were probably nefarious actors, but for the most part, people were just super angry. Yeah. You know, I mean, how much can you take, you know, just being lied to and, and they're telling you, gaslighting you and telling you what you're seeing is not happening. And uh, people just had enough. You know, the the vast majority weren't violent. If you look how many people were charged with violent acts, it's in the hundreds. You know, there's an estimated a million people there that day. You do the math mm-hmm. and the vast majority were exercising their First Amendment the right way. Yeah. Were you over where Trump was talking the march down? What so, was that like? What was that crowd? Were they saying, we're going to bust down the doors? Ray or? Epps was. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Ray, Epps. Ray Epps was the guy they were all yelling. With the horns? Fed, fed, fed. No, the, no. the red. They said he was a fed, federal agent. He had, he had like a red MAGA hat and he had like he, a barracuda jacket on. And the night before when they were all gathered, he was like, tomorrow we have to storm the Capitol. We got to storm the Capitol. We got to get inside the Capitol. And people were like, fed, 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 chanting fed. And yep, the yep. next day he was up at the barricades and he was like, come on, let's go. There's well, video there's, of them all over the Well, place. there's a video of Ray Epps talking to the person that started, that broke the initial person that broke the barricade. Mm-hmm. So there's video of Ray Epps talking to this guy that says, really? go do this or whatever he said to him. The guy does And then it. immediately and after, jail, 10 feet away, video. he goes yeah. through the barricade. So no. he's in jail? Ray Epps No, he's in never... Tennessee on a, on a ranch. Ray, Seriously? He, dude, yeah. they never even interviewed the guy. In fact, he was on the FBI Ted most Cruz, wanted list at one point, I believe. Ted Cruz asked FBI, they said, hey, uh, do you know who Ray Epps is? And they're like, uh, we can't answer that. Yeah. What? Yeah, so he was actually on the FBI most wanted list for January 6th. I believe he was number 19. I'm not sure. But he disappeared off that list and was never arrested, um, was interviewed by the January 6th sham group there. And we're not allowed to know what that interview was. And he was only interviewed because there was so much pressure from the public to, to understand why is this person not 
you know, charged or indicted or have been questioned or anything. And obviously he played a role. You know, people did far less and have tremendous charges against them. And uh, he's scot-free. And some reporters tried to visit him at, at his ranch or wherever. And uh, they pulled up, tried to talk to him. He sped away in his golf court. And, and shortly after, they got a visit from the FBI. Mm-hmm. So nothing to worry wow. about yeah. there. Yeah. And Did he, he actually go in the building only, or no? I don't think so. He wasn't but he the broke only the one. No, no. He talked to a guy, and then that guy went and oh, like moved the fence barrier out of the way. And then that's when all the people he, went through. He was 100% an instigator. He was a coordinator. If you, oh. if you were asking me, like from what I've seen and heard about him, he coordinated some of these efforts now, that day. J6 guy. what it looks like. Did you see the videos of um, the police almost look like they're escorting people through of like running up the steps. Oh, yeah. Showing them like where to go. Oh, yeah. They would, you think that was permission. very coordinated? Oh, for Or sure. they were just running scared shitless. Well, you got to look at. Uh, so the Columbus doors. I don't know if a lot of people don't know this, but they weigh about 20,000 pounds. They're solid. Uh, magnetic locks too right absolutely They're, they did not get open from the outside the mm. architect that designed them said you'd have to use military grade well, explosives to, to get in there no human being is going to open those doors so it's it's, it's automatic it's a button they got to press yeah, inside right. and no one can just open it on up no and my understanding uh is that it must be open from the inside from a Capitol Police officer or someone with the code to be able to open it. So. so yeah, you're right. A video I saw. So I saw one of the documentaries I watched. It was on One American News. They were showing. Um, there was a documentary. It had it had uh, the story of Ashley Babbitt and Aaron Babbitt was talking about how his wife died at you know there and was shot and you know people should know that story by now if they don't. But uh, he was on there and they were talking about those doors and they they had there was video from inside the Capitol building. And there was a gentleman who walks up to the doors, can't open the door from the inside. And he turns around and he looks up and he like waves up somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like the minute later, the doors open and people are coming through it. Right. So someone opened the door. It's like it's like the Uvalde shooting. Like all of a sudden, like you find out the teacher, like a teacher, like propped open a door. You know, the next day you find that out. Like this is all coming out seventeen months later as all of this video footage gets collected and it gets produced into a documentary, and people are actually now able to look at what actually happened on the ground mm-hmm. and not just what is being sold to you in the fucking mainstream media. Bullshit. Well, it's like that game. You know, it's like Twister, but it's uh, all the dots are different conclusions. And it's this game called Jump to Conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> I know this movie. Put your foot over here. Yeah. It'd be a lot easier if we had access to the 14,000 hours that uh, the public's not allowed to see of yeah. capital surveillance footage. Of course. Uh, so would... everyone that's in jail right now from J6, their lawyers can't get a hold of any of that footage. They're literally just scouring the internet for other people's firsthand like, so camera footage, they, right? Or is that I, being removed also from the internet? Well, that's something that can be viewed, but it's considered highly sensitive and defendants can't see it if they're not present with their lawyers. Uh, We don't have access to that database. They've put it on. Um, But yeah, they're not going to let it out to the public. And it's almost impossible to review that much footage and all this discovery. There's still it's still ongoing. They're just Mm -hmm. dumping terabytes, you know. So basically uh, the defendants, uh, 
representation can't look at the same evidence that the prosecution is looking at? Well, they have to make whatever they have available, you have to have access to as well. Um, right. they, they can't withhold evidence from you. So if, they're, if they have it and they're going to use it against you, they have to, if you ask them for it or if it's in the database. You know. They're sharing that. Okay. Right. Yeah. Tell me, do you think our justice system is being fair right now to all these individuals in jail, prosecutors? Dude, they've been... Hey, I mean, let, let I, J6, I, I get this, but Jeremy. like 17 months, these people um, have been in I fucking know. jail, dude. I, I mean, come on. Like, that's <laughs> crazy. Well, I think today there was an organization shut down D.C. that uh, was blocking streets and, you know, interfering really? with official proceedings, which... It's a 1512 charge, carries 20 years in prison. Uh, I'd like to see how that goes. You know, people people uh, were waved into the Capitol and were told they could be there. And uh, there, a lot of people are facing 20 years in prison with just that single charge. You know, no, so. Didn't that happen another time? Wasn't there like a women's protest and they stormed one of the federal buildings also? Yes. Well, Madonna and all them were there and all these women were against Trump and they stormed not the Capitol, but it was another government official building and they stormed it. And this is when Madonna threatened to kill the Trump blow or up. something. Yeah, rip his head blow off or, or something, something like that. Or it was Kathy Griffin. But yeah, she said, let's blow it all up. No, Kathy Griffin had a picture of his <laughs> yeah. chopped off head. Yeah, but Instagram Madonna was saying some crazy stuff. But isn't it similar to that? Except there's maybe no destruction that, but it was just these women, or they were probably oh, just that was. I believe that was the Kavanaugh uh, when he was being sworn in, right? To the Supreme Court. Um, oh yeah, they they deliberately tried to prevent that from going on. Um, Sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like you said, is it fair? Of course not. It couldn't be any more obvious that you know the persecution and and prosecution of these people is just outrageous. You know? Okay. I mean, this guy, this Jacob Lang, going back to this guy, Jacob Lang, he's, he's, he's been in prison for 17 months and he hasn't done, I mean, from, there's video footage of him trying to save a woman who's dying on the ground. He literally saved two other people's lives by pulling them out from a crowd that was about to trample them that the police were encouraging up the steps, mm. like this way, this way. And he then gets arrested and has been in jail with nothing but a toothbrush and a Bible, I believe, is all he said that he has with him. He hasn't been able to shave or cut his hair in six months. Uh, they're being treated, supposedly being treated awfully. Like, like It's like the gulag there, basically. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene went there and was like, this is awful. The way they're being treated here is awful. And this Are guy's they being been treated there for like 17 their, months. Uh, Gile no, Maxwell or something? No, probably not that well. Due process. No due process. They have yet to see the light of a courtroom to even issue a plea. Like, they haven't even, like, no bail offering. Nothing for 17 months. It sounds like Guantanamo Bay. Have they been waterboarding That's why they too? call it Gitmo. They call it DC Gitmo. That's why they're calling it that. Because these guys get thrown in jail, and they literally haven't seen the light of day for 17 months. And they can't even plead their case. And this guy was trying to save some people's lives from being trampled. He picks up a baseball bat to try to clear a, people away from this woman who's dying on the ground, getting beaten over the head with a stick by a Capitol Police officer. And he gets thrown in jail for 17 months. No due process. Is this the and Patriot Act at work, basically? Just more of that bullshit? <laughs> Absolutely. Probably. They label you terrorist, and they can do whatever the hell they want to you. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. You should see me try to get on an airplane. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> 
Really? Wow. How, what's that process like, J6A? Oh, I feel like a rock star. <laughs> you start walking funny afterwards? <laughs> I just let them do it right in public. They're like, you want a private room? I'm like, nah, let it rip. I'm an exhibitionist. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, to put it into perspective, you had the guy that ran through a crowd of people on Christmas or on a Christmas parade yeah. and killed multiple people, and he Wisconsin. was offered bail. And none of these people that are, are they're considered too dangerous to be part of society. So they're they're just not permitted to even have opportunity to post bail or anything like that. They just have to be held indefinitely until trial, which is at this point pushed back over and over and over with this ongoing discovery for a year and a half or better. And um, it's just an endless process, and they're trying to break people's will, and they just keep adding more charges and uh, trying to have people take plea deals. You know, and and when you're rotting in prison, I mean, I spent some time. I wasn't in the D.C. Gitmo there, but I was uh, in a cell, solitary, no windows, no clock on a piece of wood. I did not have a pillow, a blanket, running water. You know, I slept on the roll of toilet paper that had fingerprints of feces on it as a pillow. Uh, That's cruel and unusual. That's unconstitutional. It is. (laughs) It is, man. What they're doing is. What was going through your head when you're in there? You know, I'm a man of faith, and and I just was reflecting on on how I got to where I was, and um, just kind of talking to God, and because that's all I had was me and God in there, yeah. you know. And it just was like, all right, I, I know you have me in here for a reason. I'm not sure what the purpose is yet, but I'm okay with it. And just kind of going over and over, putting that armor of God on, because that's you get in a position like that, man, and you're that's all you have is, yeah. is leaning into your faith if you have it. I hope. Probably wow. thought about uh, Daniel in the lion's den probably a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I thought about Paul a lot uh, all his time in prison and, and mm. how he just kind of embraced it. And, and it's like an honor to suffer in Jesus' name, you know? So it was... Uh, Paul wrote a lot of his letters in jail. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, hey, we're Jesus. only in this flesh for a certain amount of time, right? You know? and That's right. Our soul lives on for eternity. Praise Jesus. I'm not, I, I mean, I'm kind of speechless right now. Yeah. Shit. That was deep. I've had some nights in the, in the water tank. Um, I got out the next day. Really? <laughs> I didn't like that. I've never been arrested. Really? Yeah, clean. Right. I've, I've gotten in some brawls. I mean, they I've gotten everyone, some brawls, and then, but I've never been arrested. I, thankfully, I mean, it's not You're a fast runner. Oh, smarter than <laughs> yeah. me. I'm, I'm the drunk guy. It's like, I'll talk to the cops. They're like, get out. I know how to hide. Don't really. be the slowest buffalo, right? Right. Um... Well, oh man, I mean, so many questions that I know we can't ask you, but, um, if I could deviate and kind of give my perspective of the the whole objective here, where's this going? And a lot of people think it's to indict Trump. And they said recently, maybe a day or two ago that they feel they have enough information to indict Trump. Um, I think that it's actually far greater than that. You know, he's one man and our country isn't built on one individual. It's built on we, the people. And what they're doing is shutting down people's ability or, or willingness to use their, their God-given rights, especially the First Amendment. I mean, people are scared to death to go protest. You know, there was supposed to be a, a rally in Washington, D.C. in support of the people in, in the D.C. Gitmo. And Donald Trump actually said not to go. Don't go. Don't go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't... D.C. is a communist state now. That's why. It is. But shame on him, man. You know... 
these people are, you know, they did the bare minimum. Think of our founding fathers and how many people even to this day lay their lives down for this country and a call to go and exercise your first amendment and be peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the discernment to know, look, there's, there's shitheads over here. Don't engage with them. You know, we just saw what happened. You know, the, the fact that he told people not to go, I can't let that go. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. It's, I mean, D-Day was uh, the anniversary of D-Day, right? January 6th, just not too long ago. I, I was flipping through a bunch of pictures of kids on boats ready to storm the beaches. Right. And these kids are 18 years old that gave up their lives for our freedom to be able to sit here in this sweltering hot <laughs> garage. <laughs> garage. And talk freedom. That's, That's the right. name, dudes talking freedom. And now they've put this fear out there for a lot of people to do that. They're winning. They are winning. Unfortunately. Yeah. I don't think the winning is going to last for very long. I do think the tides are going to turn. I think, you know, look, I mean, midterms are coming. As long as we don't let them fuck things up with monkeypox and mail-in ballots again, I think we're going to be in pretty good shape. <laughs> That's why we're here. Yeah. I got three. No, I'm sorry. I got five mail-in ballots in New Jersey when we lived there. My wife and I, we got five mail-in mm-hmm. ballots. I bet you my name I is did. still floating around somewhere out there on a ballot. I guarantee my wife and my name are yeah. out there, and somebody's got my ballot, and they're probably voting for a fucking Democrat. What Do you watch 2,000 Mules? I have not seen that yet. Okay. I just don't want to yeah. get yourself gonna, all You don't want to twist the knife. Uh, yeah, it's salt on the wound, dancing uh, on the landmine. It's pretty damning. I, I, I think that uh, there's more coming, too, apparently, according to Greg Phillips. So, I mean, there's there's more. As Trump says, the, the real insurrection was on November 3rd. And I think that's why a lot of people on January 6th were there and doing their uh, their protesting uh, mostly peacefully. Obviously, there were some bad actors, as you said, some nefarious individuals. There were some people getting uh, you know, arrested for violence and so forth. Still some people that were peacefully protesting that have been in uh, D.C. Gitmo this entire time um, with no due process, which is disheartening um, to say the least when you think of our justice system. I mean, these people are, are being railroaded. Absolutely. And to be clear, I mean, you know, people that, that were violent that day, let's be honest, you know, if you if you went out of your way and started punching a cop in the face or whatever, you got to pay the piper, man. I'm sorry. You know, I w- I don't have Absolutely. any accusations or charges like that. And uh, <laughs> man, it, it's I'm in a worse position than People that assaulted police, I can tell you that much. It scary times we're living in. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. You know, I mean, a lot of people have um, a lot of free time, and they're all worried about their their freedom essentially because COVID essentially, right? Like, so people were at home because of all the COVID restrictions, and they're being told they have to take jabs in order to keep their jobs. And all these things, all these matters, and then you add on top Dominion voting systems and all the you know nefarious acts that were allegedly taking place and have been proven to take place uh, with regards to the the election. You know, yeah, I mean, just people take, can only take so much. You know, I mean, they just keep pushing you and pushing you and pushing you. And jab and after soon, jab, and next thing you know, you look like Justin Bieber. Yeah, Bieber fever. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you see this guy? What? I He's, love Bieber. I love I, all those music. I, I'm, like but, I've never been a huge Bieber fan. Like, I, and I know, like, some, dude, he apparently he's paralyzed. He's got R- Ramsey Hunt syndrome. 
mm. is what he's been diagnosed with, which is a complication uh, or paralysis of the face, which is worse than Bell's, Bell's palsy uh, and, and less likely for you to make a full recovery than Bell's palsy. And also... Uh, so he may not it's, recover it's from a, this like, fully? He may not. Yeah. What? He's, he's, you know, he's saying, he's praying that he will, and he's asking for prayers that he, that he will recover from this. But the, the, statistics, the statistics say that people who suffer from Ramsey-Hunt syndrome are less likely to get a full, have a full recovery from them for people who have Bell's palsy. Uh, Ramsey-Hunt syndrome is an exacerbation of shingles, hmm. which... A lot of information now coming out. I want to say it about the vaccine, monkeypox, or monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> but the, supposedly, you know, hey, listen. I mean, look, the data, dude. I brought. Data Let's hear the data, man. There's some crazy. I, I, I saw Bieber's this. video the other day, and he just has the camera in front of him. If you haven't seen it, he's like smiling on one side. He's like this side. His he's, eyes he's are moving open. in different directions, right. dude. Like you can tell he's not faking because it, it would be extremely mm-hmm. difficult for one eye. To, like if you're smiling and then one eye and you close and look more right and the other eye drags slowly, that is not something that you can do. Uh, it's not even like if winking. you have full eye control, like it, like the way that his eyes are moving, it's it's real. And he, here's the other thing: his wife, yeah, Haley had Baldwin a, had a had a massive blood clot. I believe she suffered a mini stroke a month or so ago, or she just got out of the hospital a month ago, and. These they they are pro vaccine the two of them and Huge. they like they don't you can't get into a Bieber concert unless you have proof of vaccination, and it, and and I believe he even went to the extent to say that if you had shown a negative COVID test you still couldn't get in unless you showed proof of vaccination. So literally mm. every person who attended any one of his concerts had to, and to further prove that he was I think vaccinated. He was at the Met Gala with his girlfriend or his wife, uh, Kylie Bieber or whatever her name is. No, it's Haley Bieber. Haley He's Bieber. the niece of Alec Baldwin. So, you love Alec Baldwin. He defended Alec Baldwin, by so, the way. <laughs> yeah. so, so they were uh, at the Met Gala in November, I believe it was. And in order to get into the Met Gala, you were required to have the vaccine. So my guess is... And, and Steve Kirsch, who is an, a data analyst, a medical data analyst, and he has been fight. He, I think he's he's uh, vaccine something dot org. I forget the website that he started, but it's all about uh, providing uh, the most current and up to date information on vaccines, vaccine related injuries, so on and so forth. He digs into the various data. He does all that stuff. He's ninety nine percent convinced that. Bieber's vaccine, uh, it, that Bieber's uh, Ramsey Hunt yeah. syndrome is as correlated to the multiple vaccine boosters, whatever else that yeah. he's taking. I heard it was four days after he got the booster and four days after that happened. I mean, it has to be correlation. It, it's wild. So here, here's yeah. some crazy math right? that's coming out lately about Feels the vaccine. And, and we're now what? We're now what? Almost baby, uh, two baby, years into oh. the vaccine. Now, well, the other thing is, is you brought up the clots. And I saw an interview with a mortician who's been looking at cadavers, and he's been pulling spider webs because they they drain all the blood out and they put the embalming fluid in. And he said the amount of clots that they're pulling out of these bodies unheard of are unheard of, and they look like giant rubber bands. And they zoom in on them, and you can see all kinds of nanoparticles in there. Mm. So they know that nanoparticles are forming in people's bloodstreams as a result 
I mean, of so, the so well, now you say statistics. that I'm in the medical field and cath labs have skyrocketed. Yeah. Check it out. Dude. Wow. Why I just kind of put two two together about right that, there. right? Yeah. So, so horrifying numbers. So how many blow the roof off this bitch? So how many children die to the vaccine for every the child we might save? So here's what the math, uh, Steve Kirsch did the math. Toby, Toby, Dr. Toby Rogers also did the exact same calculation, but used the VAERS data. And he found that there were 117 children who die for every child we might save with the vaccine because of the vaccine-related adverse effects. So 170 kids, 117 children could die from the vaccine for every one that we save from COVID. Well, that That's sounds like the same stuff that Peter McCullough was saying. 20, Dr. Peter McCullough. Mm-hmm. So, so Long time ago, year ago. And he got blacklisted and he had yeah, white papers telling out. the truth. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, the U.S. military continues to get COVID-19 him with jab separation. So the U.S. Oh. military continues to kick people out for not uh, for not taking the jab, granting few religious exemptions. All branches of the U.S. military continue to issue separations to soldiers who have refused. Uh and I'm assuming you've all heard of this. Uh, but our administration is allowing illegal immigrants to come over without showing their vaccine. Oh, yeah, no papers. problem. You don't need a vaccine. They're come on okay. in. Military age males come but right military across the border. We'll give you some guns. You can go shoot up a bunch of schools or whatever. And else. military guys are being kicked out for serving their country. Yeah. What is going on? Mm-hmm. That, it's bizarre world. It there, is. There, so, Makes sense, right? Um, uh, no. No. Make no sense. There were so you guys have heard of the sudden adult death syndrome. So it's instead of sudden infant death syndrome, you now have sudden adult sads. death syndrome. So yeah. if you have sads, you had sids, you now hmm. have sads. Sids has been all all but proven. I think one hundred percent proven to be vaccine related. Really, um, and then. The, well, the spike in SIDS lately is yeah. correlated to that, yeah. There were 1,000... Mm. Tw- listen to this statistic. There were 1,024 collapses and about 780 deaths in young, healthy soccer players. This is just soccer players from around the world in 2021. The average number of cases of sudden death in athletes each year across the world... Take a guess. Six. Uh, Higher. Seven. Higher. One dollar, Bob. One dollar. Thirteen. You could have gone. Twenty nine. Sixty nine. Twenty nine. There were seven. There were seven hundred and eighty. <laughs> there were seven hundred and eighty deaths in twenty twenty one alone from soccer players. Not all sports. Now, so it went from. On the, I know we're joking around, but it went from the year before. Just, it went from um, twenty six. The average number of cases in of sudden death in athletes yep. each year soccer players across like the world times. is 29. 29. In 2021, soccer players represented 780 deaths. Wow. Of, of 100 uh, I'm sorry, 1024 collapses and just in January of 2022, there were 127 collapses and 87 deaths. The vaccine. These are people is, out of shape, they don't work. Yeah, I right. mean, they're sitting on I mean, fucking couch. Are, these are athletes, dude. Eating they, donuts yeah. all day. You probably can. Uh, Robert Malone. Probably just like burn. Mm-hmm. Robert Malone's recent quote uh, is probably one of the greatest quotes I've seen in a, in a while uh, related to the vaccine. He says, so, "I love DTF, and everyone should listen to it." Is that, that the quote you're talking about? I believe it. He did say that. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, what he said was, Maybe. "The Nuremberg Accords make it very clear that unlicensed products shall not be mandated." 
Basically, if you mm. take the position of agreeing with the Nuremberg Accords, for which we hung people, we're talking about Mengele. But if you are against the ethics of Mengele, then you are by definition an anti-vaxxer because Mengele was jabbing people with who knows what during whatever he felt like. Um, because U.S. mortality Jews. rate, all cause rate, all cause U.S. mortality rate in young adults has exceeded pre-pandemic levels. So from April 20th to December 2021, the U.S. mortality rate for young adults has increased by 26%. That's a huge fucking number. Yeah. The U.S. So mortality are, rate for the elderly... When are you getting your next booster, Jeremy? ...has increased by 18%. Also mm. a significantly high number. That's one out of every five adults. But quite a bit less than the rate. kids. But Younger. maybe certain billionaires just want less people on the planet. There's also been... a spike so massive spike in disability three Global million warming. americans are disabled out of nowhere after the vaccine rollout and this is the department of labor data i was about that number you, where's this coming from wikipedia so spikes in spring and fall of 2021 the number of disabled americans has been hovering around 29 million for the last five years or so uh, we're continuing on this trend, and we just added 3 million disabled individual, individuals to the list in 2021, which is a 10% increase in disabled Americans in just one year post-jab. People don't think the vaccine injury thing is real. And now that it's lowered to 12-year-olds. I mean, they're, they're, about, commercials to, they're about to get approval to do... Six to 11, and then they're about to get approval to do six months to five. Jesus. It's got to stop. Like, people have got to start paying attention to this. It's out of control. Children are getting strokes and heart attacks now. We're seeing adolescent boys with thousands of a percent increase in developing inflammation and a heart of the heart and permanent heart damage. This is only two years after. Pelevsky's concerns and findings. We are watching the normalization of blood clots and strokes in children. Golly. And this is these are just headlines. These are headlines you're not going to see on CNN or on MSC, NBC. These are not conspiracy theories. These are this is actual data that actual doctors are figuring out a year, a year and a half, two years after the jabs have come out and after COVID, you know, was released as a bioweapon out of potentially Ukraine. Maybe China. We don't know yet. Come on. There is a city named China in Ukraine. Spelled C H Y N A. China. 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 <laughs> Man, I didn't know I was beating up with a bunch of science tonight. <laughs> I know, right? Is there going to be a quiz on no, this? No, I'm stuff? no science denier. Uh, but I will say, scientists are clearly baffled. The, the sudden uptick in sudden adult death syndrome. And then you've got people like Justin Bieber coming out saying he's got, you know, uh, a, a deep paralysis of half of his face, and he's a you know heavy vaxxer, and you know look, pure blood, right here, didn't get vaxxed, don't have any issues, and I I'm not saying everyone is going to have issues, mm-hmm. but I do think that a high percentage of the population, a higher percentage than we care to admit, is going to suffer from some sort of vaccine injury. And it seems to be to me that this is happening more and more often lately. How much hearing about it? How much tinfoil hat time? How much do you want to bet? 
in the next year or less, maybe even sooner, once Jay Biebs comes out and he starts being interviewed about what do you think, how do you think this happened? If he starts mentioning the he vaccine, dude, he's but brainwashed. On, but if he does, how much are the media is then going to turn on him and say, just like they did to Elon. They'll for say a short that period he like time. sexually oh. harassed his assistant. Yep. It's going to happen. It's Get like, ready. Oh, yeah, it's going to be, he's been cheating on here. Haley. They're yeah. going to say something like that on the lines. Uh-huh. To, you sexually, you know, abused a seven year old boy is what, is what they'll go to. Golly, you want, you want dark. Hey, he's that in Hollywood, quick. man. He's a fucking, yeah, yep. it's like, all of a sudden <laughs> it's a pre wreck. He was on Epstein Island all of a sudden. Satanic pedophile, right? Yeah. Man. Yeah, you know, and if, <laughs> if COVID doesn't get you, you know, you're probably just going to starve to death. You Pretty know? much. Because we got all kinds of fires happening, all kinds of food processing plants. There's another one in Iran recently, maybe, or yeah, something? Yeah, um, a fertilizer uh, plant. Oh, of up. course it was fertilizer. You know, those things go sky And now our farmers have less fertilizer options. Mm. So I was looking at this article uh, that... The, has basically documented all the major fires and shutdowns of all the food processing plants over the past couple of years. And in 2021, there were 10 different fires or complete, you know, destruction of chickens or poultry or, or livestock. But in 2022, the amount of food distribution uh, facilities that caught on fire or had to have their chickens or turkeys destroyed is a total... Don't say the turkeys. Turkeys? Turkeys! <laughs> 87 different ones. 87 different 87 different facilities. turkeys? Dude, the price of eggs has gone up 32%. You know I eat a shit ton of eggs. Mm. I'm getting pissed. Hell yeah. I mean... I'm getting pissed. The, there's not a whole lot of like <laughs> destruction of poultry farms going on in 2021, but in 2022, like... Tons and millions and millions. Like here's uh, on 42522, 1.5 million chickens destroyed at Egg Farm Cash, Utah. 307,000 chickens destroyed at Lancaster, Pennsylvania. 2.118 million chickens destroyed at Knox, Nebraska. Uh, 339,000 turkeys destroyed in Minnesota. 2 million chickens destroyed at Egg Farm in Minnesota. Like all these chickens. And, and the, the list just goes on and on and on. Uh, the price of chickens are just going to go sky high, and eggs too. Which right? is why, the pr- well, the price of ch- yeah, the but well, meat, what got meat destroyed has first, gone the up chicken? like twenty seven percent or something like that too. Or the egg? Like- <laughs> what got destroyed first? That's what I need to know. Is it chicken or the egg? That's the question, you know. And it's all tied together. It's fertilizer and tons of the fertilizers coming out of Russia, and Russia. Well, not now. It's not. Russia. Well, right. Well, actually, there's a lot of movement coming out of Russia straight through the Black Sea. Uh, straight through, like basically Crimea. But yeah, but they're not mm-hmm. import. They're not exporting it to the United States. Because not to the United we, States. Yeah, like so, we're not getting any of that. It's going to a whole lot of other places, Europe and it does. And it does alleviate Africa. a lot of the global demand for you know fertilizer product. Mm. And but the other thing is, is that um, a lot of that fertilizer is just sitting on docks, rotten because none of the farmers can even afford it. Well, I've read an article this morning about. DEF, and that is essential for diesel vehicles, and it's a, a fertilizer as well. And a lot of it comes out of these areas where we won't be getting it anymore. And basically, my understanding from that article is that there we're going to have a uh, an issue. Just you know, everything is coming through on eighteen wheelers, and they're all diesel pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it'll just add to the top of 
the food shortages, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're going to have transportation issues because there's there's none of this DEF for these. What well, DEF engines. is diesel exhaust fluid, and they use it to reduce the amount of air pollution created by a diesel engine. Right, and these newer vehicles, because of emissions and all that, they cannot run without it. Uh, so it's just another way to wage war on the American citizen and bring us down. On top to of all these truckers who don't even need to get out of their cabs need to have the jab when they can just back it on up and have someone else unload it, but that's less. They're not unloading it anyway, dude. Like that's drivers. not their job. Their job is to drive that shit 18 hours across the country or 24 hours across the country in like two days. Their job mm-hmm. is not to unload it. They've got guys with pallet trucks and jacks and they just go up there and they jack it up and they pull the pallet off into the distribution. So the fact that they're getting forced to get jabbed is absolutely ridiculous to begin with. Um, but you're hundred percent right. Like, and even if we were to get fertilizer from wherever, which we're not, the truckers wouldn't be able to freaking bring it anywhere because we, they're not going to be able to drive pretty soon because the cost of diesel fuel is going to be through the roof, which means people aren't going to be buying shit. The demand is going to drop, which means the supply, well, the supply will be lower, which recession. means the demand will be lower and we're going to fucking hit a recession soon. Oh, it's, it's not, if it's not here, it's already coming. Like, Crypto's well, in the fucking shitter, stocks in the shitter, bonds are in the shitter. Everything is in the fucking shitter right now. Gold and silver is looking all right. Gold and silver is looking all right. Right, and, <laughs> and you I'm know, slowly squirreling some gold and silver away, which I think everyone should be doing. But I'm telling you, man, it's a it's a fucking it's a freaking bear market right now across the board. It's bad. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, technically we just kind of dipped into a bear market. And the thing is, is that we got another Fed meeting and we got a whole line of interest rate uh, hikes coming up, right? Yep. Like that's the forecast. But as the S&P 500 drops to different levels, uh, the likelihood of those hikes drops. So if we could get the S&P 500 below 2,000 or whatever number, you know, as low as we possibly can, then maybe they can stop the the amount of hikes, essentially. So, I mean, it's all driven off equity prices and inflation rates. And we might get a big uh, boost if we could get some supply back online. You know, uh, that's one of the big drivers of some of this inflation is that there's just not a lot of supply and people are competing for less product. Mm-hmm. So that's driving up prices. I mean, we've seen it all. I mean, a lot of people have seen it. You know, you get all these rentals that people are waiting on their new homes to be built or trying to find a new place to live because they found a new job in Texas because they got tired of living you know, in New Jersey, communist New Jersey, Canada, California, whatever. Right. And they all come here and there's not enough housing. Well, the slumlords are like, eh, see, just great opportunity arise, you know? And they're like, yeah. hey, let's quadruple the weight. Yeah. Oh, your home's not done? Oh, let's quadruple it again, you know? The apartments right over here in our neighborhood are going four grand a month for month to month if you don't sign a year that's lease. That's crazy. Because they know their house that's being built, their mortgage is going to be around there. 4000 a month, which is just absurd. I don't get it. I don't get how they can get away with it. I don't get how it's legal. I mean, I have a house in New Jersey and I told my tenant out there, I'm like, Hey, 
renew again for another year. We're keeping the rent the same exact price. You don't need to worry about it. She's yeah, like, thank you, you so dude, much. You can, She's you'll like, keep her you. for life with rent yep. control, bro. Haven't yeah, changed especially it. if you keep that rate the same. Hell She'll stay yeah, there forever. Man. It's fine Absolutely, by me. Absolutely, dude. You keep that income coming? Fuck yeah. I would House to be paid same. off in 13 more years? I would do the same thing, dude. Keep her Kids as long tuition. as you can at the same rate. Just to a point, you know. Roll. Let it ride. I mean, as long as property taxes continue to rise, I mean, at some point, you're going to be forced to do it. No. Wait, let's pay the extra. I'll pay the extra VIG. Wait, extra but when grand, you're forced to, you could actually use it, do it and take a loss, dude. Right. And you take a loss on your taxes. I mean, Andrea would be able to figure all that shit out oh, and help you figure that out. Oh, yeah. It's just a write off. Yeah, it's, it's a write off. Who do you write it off to? It's a business. To the government. Uh, it's a write off. You know? To who? I don't know. The write off people. They're yeah. fucking me. I'm fucking them. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know. To get so back to this diesel exhaust fluid, I guarantee you that they're not dropping all this diesel exhaust fluid in uh, the diesel over in China or in India. China, you think they're doing China, that? China, China. I don't. I, I don't. don't. In fact, Indian China coal production China, China, surged China, by 700 China. million tons per year. And that's greater than all U.S. coal output combined. Not combined, but total U.S. coal output. Yeah. So we're killing all the coal here, the clean coal, where we run it clean, and we're shipping it over there because you know don't we use got to find a spot to power to run most of our electricity, grid. electric vehicles, and, and, and to charge Did you our see the interview? Teslas, the Volt, the, the, the Volt one in Michigan. Yes, and they're like, but Confusing. where does, but where, do, but where does it come from? Right, and, the, and it the, comes from the building and the plug outlet. It's just a magical plug but outlet. What powers the electricity? No, He's like, I no. think it's, I think it's coal. I no. think it's coal. I'm pretty sure it's coal. <laughs> yeah, it's ninety. He said ninety five percent coal. Right. Yeah. That's what that guy said. Yeah. The girl's mouth was like, oh, yeah. you God. weren't supposed to say anything. Yeah, I know. Like, it's it, this is this is the big oh, scam with the electric cars. I mean, look, I they're cool. People, you know, it, they definitely will save people money because electricity can sometimes cost less than coal power. But mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, dude, like, if you drive your car a lot, it'll save you money. It yeah. has a greater a hassle, it has a greater likelihood to hours. save you money. Do you? Because we can we can forecast short term easier than we can forecast long term. Yeah. And what we're not forecasting on the electric cars is how much the batteries are going to cost, how much we're subsidizing the energy, and then how long that car is actually going to last you. Is it going to last you as long as, you know, the 1961 Impala you got cruising around in your garage? Like I doubt it. I love I mean, it when maybe. you talk dirty finance. Right? I know, right? <laughs> it's so hot. But it's true. <laughs> That's How long is it going to last? And then, and then in addition, you look at transmission lines and the amount of energy loss that you have when you shoot that electricity down an electricity line. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You have to actually encapsulate those lines and pump Freon through them in order to keep them cool, in order for them to not lose as many BTUs, British Thermal Unit, which is pretty much the standard. It's, it's all about the BTUs, as our so, buddy Toby says. Are, I never thought it of really that. Is, uh, I mean, it really is, especially in the energy business. That's are the batteries under warranty when you buy an electric car? I never thought of that. Oh, sure they are for a period of time. They have to be. For I mean, a period of time. My golf cart, I just found out the other day. It's like your drivetrain on your car is good for five years or 50,000 miles or whatever it I was, is. I got seven, eight batteries in there, four or five in the middle, and then three or four in the front um and the guy told me the other day he's like they're 600 a pop right now each yeah my like, battery holy was, shit. my battery was it's a couple thousand dollars i'm about to spend yeah my battery is 1800 i think for mine because you have the lithium i have a single lithium right. ion rechargeable battery so, so what is a car i mean i love the new hummer ev i'm in love with that thing. i love hummers too yeah, uh, who i don't know my buddy are you dtf 
Oh, you know I'm DTF. Always. My buddy TJ drives a Tesla, uh, and I mean he loves it, but he tells me these stories. And he's Does like, he I got dr- to it. He, it's pretty nice. It's a nice car. I mean, like, and he loves driving. It's a great car. I, like, I like them. They kind of cool. I don't love the look of them, but I like the concept of them. Now, I like the whole like software update. You can like you know do all the cool like tech stuff with it. Cause I'm a tech geek, so yeah, I can kind of get down with that stuff. But the fact that like you got to charge it at your house, which is fine. But then when you drive, like let's say I go drive to like Oklahoma with it, like the battery's dead. And I got to like find somewhere to fucking charge the thing. And I got to go like sit there for 15, 20 minutes to get just enough juice to get to the next spot. And it's like, what's like, I was asking him, I'm like, what happens? You go visit your parents in New York. He lives in Providence. We go visit your parents in New York. And he's like, well, I go visit my mom in New York. And you know, I'm like, does she have a charger? He's like, no, but she, I'm lo- I got lucky because she lives near like one of the chargers. It's like you know a five minute drive from her house. I'm like, but what if you didn't live near that? Right. What if she didn't live near that? What if it was thirty miles away? How right. much of an inconvenience is that? And he's like, well, eventually they're going to be everywhere. And I'm like, and they will. Ev- they will eventually. They're going to have to be. But they're still going to be powered by coal. Well, there's uh renewable energy that they're pushing but it's really burning trees and uh deforestation and stuff like that and people it's just such a, a deception the deception. whole thing yeah. you know look at the, the batteries the the to mine the the rare earth metals and minerals required to make those how much gas are they using they're completely dependent it's on no big deal fuel. anymore they just made a deal with <laughs> afghanistan they left them a whole bunch of fucking military equipment they can go dig whatever they want there now it's unbelievable. <laughs> My gosh. So any other great news you want to drop on us right now, Luke, with inflation and where we're headed right now? Well, I mean, you brought up uh, you brought up renewable fuels, right? Um, so Biden has actually mandated for an increased production of ethanol. And uh, that's just that's just ridiculous, especially when we're faced with global food shortages. And he wants to change everything from E10 to E15, you know, which... The guys in Iowa, they love that, you know, because 40% of their crop actually it's goes corn, right? towards, well, Is it like corn, you can combo per- corn fuel. Well, you can make ethanol Flex fuel. Yeah. Well, you, you can make ethanol out of a whole lot of different things. You know, you can make it out of corn and a large, a large portion of ethanol is produced from corn, but you can, you can produce it with a whole lot of different crops essentially. Right. Uh, but a large portion of it is done with corn. So he's hiking that up, and at the same time, you know, we got global food shortages, and, and kids are going to die because of it, because they're impoverished and there's not enough food. Mm-hmm. And there's a study published last year examining the period of 2000 to 2015 that found a one percentage point increase in real food prices was associated with an increase of 0.83% in neonatal, 0.8% in infant, and 0.64% in under five mortality. Now, kids and fetuses and babies are dying because food prices and food shortages are occurring. So there's more to, you know, like the well being of society from fossil fuels and massive food production than throwing all our eggs in the climate change basket when we don't even know how valid of an argument that is. Anthropological climate change is still just a theory, in my opinion. We have billions of years of history here on Earth, right? Mm -hmm. 
allegedly, right? Like that's 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 what the that's what all the major scientists, most of the major scientists are saying, right? Been around for billions of years. Okay, so if we've been around for billions of years and we only have recorded history of only a few, you know, a couple thousand, a few thousand, that's just um, that's just de minimis in the percentage of the overall data that we're actually looking at. And we're just, we're just very small minded to think that the actions from us when millions of Buffalo and animals used to rule roam the earth along with tons of fires that were always going on, no fire departments to shut them down, blow them out, drop, you know, suppressants on them. And not to think that maybe there's no, there's a bigger thing at play here. Maybe, maybe the fucking sun Whoa. is having something to do with it. Or maybe some like cosmic rays have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? I don't know. I don't know why anybody can't put a couple eggs in that basket. You know? Well, you got to go with the eggs at a 32% increase in price, bro. Like, I mean, come well, on. He mentioned eggs a few eggs. times it's in there. And I was like, me. It's called a callback. Bro. Your eye was twitching. me, dude. I eat too many eggs. It's so How many eggs do you eat a day? Four. Oh, whole right. eggs. Just straight up like like Yolk. Rocky style, you just crack them no, in the glass I, and you I, take I, them down. I usually scramble them, fry them, but I mean, I eat eggs and bacon for breakfast every day at one thirty. So one more thing, every day. Wait, at one thirty in the afternoon? Oh, okay. I don't eat breakfast. Traditional hmm. breakfast. I gotcha. fast. Good for you. That's why you look so good. Thanks, bro. No homo. So, <laughs> got to get one in. <laughs> Kitty. So just as China is pushing, you know, masculinity on their male population where we're all pushing, you know, feminism and I don't know, estrogen mimickers femininity. on our population. Femininity. Mm-hmm. Infinity femininity. Be less white. Yeah, be, less, <laughs> be less male. Chop your dicks off. So basically a forecast made <laughs> last year suggests that China currently holds 69% Giggity. of the world's corn reserves. 60% of its rice and 51% of its wheat. It's called hoarding. Yeah. So They've got all that. You think the U.S. has that? No. no. No, it doesn't. And I definitely think that we could benefit from doing that. But honestly, right now it's too late. Biden but- and the administration have no interest in supporting the people of the United States. I think that much has been. Well, now, now you bring that up, Luke. You know, we've said this before on previous podcasts of China is really smart playing the long game. They've had a strategic plan by the year like 2049 to be the global leader in everything. Right, yeah. And if one will say that, hey, China, who has a very older population who needs to get rid of them without just doing complete genocide, maybe an accidental disease will come out. And in a benefit to this, if it goes globally, then we can also get Trump out. That was a win-win because they didn't envision Trump coming into the picture based on ballot harvesting and stuff like that. And people can't go out and vote. That was just an added icing on the cake. Right. But now that you're saying this, that's, that's some important stuff that we need that China was prior to game planning that they will, if we try to throw any tariffs on them, they're going to, well, you know what? No corn. Yeah. No yeah. Wheat. Guess what? We Nothing didn't else. have any of these problems when Trump was at present. No we freaking had China by the balls. Yeah. dude. And like everything was cool. So everything was cool. I everything look at this aces. distribution software called uh, Skyglass, and you look at all the maritime action, basically the boats yep. and the planes, mm-hmm. and the, and the ma- trains, planes, trains, and automobiles. There you go. So if you look at all the action going on over in Shanghai, it's 
it's just a flurry of activity going on over there. And, and then you look at that and you compare it over time versus LA, San Francisco, more Washington. Like the United States is dead. Like there's no party going on here, dude. No. Like where's the party? Well, the we've, we've gotten rid of right all here. of our manufacturing. We've gotten rid of all of our labor. Basically all of our shit jobs have been outsourced overseas, which we've discussed yeah. before. China, Philippines, Taiwan, you know, freaking Vietnam, everywhere, right? Except for here in the United States. And we're now, this, and this has been going on for decades, right? This has been a slow removal of U.S. jobs over decades. And this was the number one platform that Trump ran on, which was Make America Great Again and bring people back to the United States. Yeah, jobs the back to the United here. States. Yeah. Keep them here. Don't send your fucking Ford truck plant to Mexico out of Dearborn, Michigan. Keep it in the United States. And they were doing that. Companies were doing that. They were, and the economy was good. Our uh, relations with other countries were fine. We didn't have any issues with China. We didn't have any issues with Russia. And things were smooth. Well, we All might have had sudden, some issues, but they were just scared shitless that Trump would already hit. Without yeah, a doubt. They, I mean, I he's think Teddy Roosevelt. He's I like, you know, genu- what, we're sending the ships. I'm hitting the button. And yeah, but I that. genuinely think that she respected Trump more so yeah. than he respects Biden. I think he controls Biden. Strength through respect Ukraine strength. And, and, and to a well, certain extent. Whatever, but. The shit jobs. I mean, I think that we have to change our perspective on what those jobs are actually called. I, I don't know that they're shit jobs. I think that we have to change our perspective. I get what you're I, I saying. I said the wrong no, no. And, I shouldn't call them that. But, you know, that's what the they were thought of. people don't want, dude. People don't want those jobs. And now people do want those jobs. But for a long time, people didn't want those jobs. They well, didn't want a freaking, you know, I don't know, like... Well, it depends so, where you come from, where you live. Like, people in Detroit, that's you know, what they. that's all they know. They look forward that's to... That's different. That's ...being different. part of that line and well, stuff like that. I'm of talking about like blue clothing jobs. manufacturers and sneaker manufacturing and all that stuff. We, they ship it out to like... Taiwan or not Taiwan, but like the Philippines or wherever, and they got well, like Taiwan. six, well, seven, eight year old kids labor doing it for over four twenty five an hour. Well, well, I think that we just maybe. need to. I think that we need to change our value proposition on what those goods and services are, and we need to reassess the way we look at what that job is and change it from being a shit job to a essential job. Mm-hmm. You know, an essential job that we need to keep here. Like liquor stores? And, hey, yeah. Yeah, right. Like liquor stores, but not churches. So <laughs> we got to stop paying them a quarter an hour or whatever the fuck they're paying them over in China and the Philippines or wherever the hell else, right? Like, and we got to pay them a decent wage yeah. to do the job so we can pay, you know, $400 for a pair of sneakers. Yeah. You know, or whatever we have to do so that we don't have to be dependent on some communist country that has their their uh currency pegged to some bullshit so that we can just be raped so that they can take all the all the corn and, and all the, the whiskey and the wheat and keep it in china and keep it all masculine over there i mean let's bring some masculinity back over here to the united states there's plenty of masculinity in this room 100 percent. oh it's my sweat my balls off in Sorry, here shit. my balls golly speaking of masculinity <sighs> one of the Don't biggest started Male-dominated sports is golf. Yes. And I know you've got some yeah, some information about this well, it's controversy the, that's it's, happening between the PGA and, and It's the, the hot topic right now. So um, if you think about it, other 
um, major sports, they really hold a monopoly. You know, there's been other little B leagues that was XFL that came and yeah. went and stuff like that. You hate me? Yeah. Right. You know, there's nothing that's going to compete with the major league baseball teams or NBA. And speaking about the NBA, I'll get into that and their relationship with China and stuff like that and all this. But don't golf. And Please I say don't. it funny. My Jersey accent. I'm from New Jersey, South Jersey. Is that Jared? You know, gaff. I say gaff a lot. And people stare at me all weird. I don't know. My O's turn into A's. I say water instead of water. You know, O's and A's get all mixed up. So if I say golf a few times, get over it, whatever. Um, but anyway, so the big controversy now is Phil um, Lefty, you know. Mm-hmm. I always want to. Uh, Mickelson. N- yep. He went and signed with um, Liv. So it's guy. the, if, if you're not, if you lived under a rock and you're un, un, not familiar with this, it's the Saudi Arabia um, uh, golf professional golf. Yes. League or whatever. And the PGA, who has had no competition, has been really just treating their players like kind of. Like, squeezing them, yeah. They're squeezing them. Same. The great analogy to this. I was talking to Toby, who's one of our loyal listeners, and he's you know sat in for this podcast. He's like, it's identical to the NCAA. These old geezers who have been making bank and billions of dollars, literally off the backs of others, and barely paying that money out. They they they've had no reason to because where else are they going to go? Now all of a sudden, all these deep 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 pockets. Um, this, you know, you can call it blood money, whatever you want to call it from the Saudis have started their own golf league and they're guaranteeing money Dude. that even if you finish in last place, you, get, you money? get money last place. So they just did this. Um, they just had like their first tournament coming up last place gets $125,000. So to give you some perspective with the PGA one, you got to make the cut and you got to play five Days in a row or Thursday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. right? Uh, it's 72 it's, holes. Yeah. Eight, four, 18 holes. If you don't make the cut, guess how much you get paid? Nothing. Zero. All right. So if you have to finish in 19th in order to make $125,000 in the live LIV, which is the Saudi league, if you finish in last place, you're guaranteed $125,000. If you sign on with them, similar to like major and league baseball, you only have to play three days. Three, three days, courses. exactly. Three, you sign on with them, you're, you're, you're guaranteed money. So this is the big controversy is what, what's been coordinated was there's this journalist that came out and wrote a book about 9-11 and the Saudis being behind 9-11. And there was, this is the tough part about this topic. Um, uh, it's been verified that 15 or 14 of the 17 pilots were from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And um, so now the 9-11 representatives that represent these families, they put a, um, a hit piece on Liv and all these players. And Phil, who's been the poster child of Liv for going over there, um, saying that you're disrespecting all the families that passed away in 9-11. So let's peel some layers back to all this fucking shit. Because when Joe Biden was elected and was running for a presidency, he was going after the Saudis because what happened to the other journalists. Now the Saudis are fucking bad people. Even Phil even said it in one of his interviews recently. Did you guys see that? No. He was no. like, you don't want to mess with the Saudis, but it's the same as you don't want to mess with any other government. I mean, America is not perfect and neither is China <laughs> and Russia and Ukraine and all these other really, really corrupt places. But at the end of the day, Biden who comes out and says, Hey, we're going to hold their feet to the fire after what they did to that journalist. This the first month he was elected president. Um, the first month he was elected, he actually paid Saudi. Um, no, he sent Saudi 280 air to air missiles for 650 million dollars. So, our own government who's getting paid 
from the Saudis and from oil and all the other backdoor deals that we're doing and, and deals in plain sight. But a golfer who's at the end of his career, who is going to get paid, Phil got paid over, um, it was over 300 plus million dollars. Don't somewhere on that. I know Bry, um, Bryson DeChambeau got paid guaranteed 200 million. Um, Ed Reed or, um, Gosh, some of these other names. Well, Kevin Greg Nor- so uh, Greg, Greg Norman's Norman is the CEO. Yeah, yeah he's the CEO. Dustin. I was going to say Greg yeah. Norman is heading it up, right? Yeah. And um, they're all going and after them. Get this. Two of their tour stops are going to be at Trump golf courses, yeah. which is kind of wild. Probably one Trump's of new- got a lot of nice golf properties. Didn't one of them P- in New Jersey. But didn't the PGA pull? Didn't the PGA pull? They did. So I'm going to throw some conspiracy theory shit your way so you mentioned saudi arabia mm-hmm. right united arab emirates i want my own who are really bad prince people. of saudi but didn't the print isn't the theory the conspiracy theory that trump prevented the assassination of the prince of saudi arabia in las vegas and that the shooter was really trying to assassinate there, there the was something like that arabia. going around yeah. And yeah. Then trump went to saudi arabia and the Prince of Saudi Arabia had taken reason to take control and had issued Trump a sword, which isn't given to anybody other than an Arab. And he gave it to Trump and Trump yeah. held it and Trump, you know, performed the ceremony with it and all those things, which is is usually a sign of like, I owe you my life, basically. So. Uh, I'm not like, you know, I am a conspiracy guy. I you should be. There's some, some connectivity that, there. It can Dude, all too be many true. coincidences equal a conspiracy, not a conspiracy theory. Right. Right. So it's just interesting. Like you, Saudi it's like Arabia. That comedian. It's like that shit happens too many times, and then all of a sudden Everything you're like, everything uh, is true. They're telling us not a single thing yeah. is a lie. You know, like, nothing's a lie. Come on. Nothing the government tells us. Well, is here, here's inaccurate. same as we say. The hypocrisy of it all is you have the NBA. The owners have guaranteed China ten billion dollars in their recent agreement. And some would argue China is just as bad as the Saudis and against yeah. LGBTQ communities, oh, yeah. um, uh, labor laws, they imprisonment, they separate families. They okay. hate Muslims. They're, they're civil they, rights. Yeah. They hate Muslims. And you don't hear LeBron saying anything who's collecting millions upon billions of dollars. But now all of a sudden when these golfers are like, you know what? If I'm Bryson, no one likes me anyway, so why not get paid $200 million? Dustin Johnson is probably the only one that could probably still win um, a championship over here. But his career earnings have only been around $54 million in that ballpark. $54 or $100 million. They're guaranteeing him over $300 million before he even hits a single golf ball. Guaranteed. Right out of the boat. So he is tripling the amount of money he's getting. So they the, have so much money in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Like it's like old school oil money from the beginning of time. So they can literally throw it at anybody. So they're calling it sports say, washing. I'll guarantee you a billion dollars if you come join our golf club. And well, they're like, that's shit. the thing is they, they offered Tiger 900 million. He said no. He said no. Which is he doesn't wild. need it. That's why. Right. He's I think like, he's, he's trying like, to get his reputation back after well, banging a think, bunch of. Yeah, People. well, and crashing his car and all that shit. Yeah. I, I, I think, I, I think nine hundred million is a lot of money. If though. I'm Tiger, I'm not. He's not doing winning it another. I don't give a shit, dude. He's not winning another. Why would he not? Why would you? I think more people. Nine hundred million if reasons I'm tired, why, dude. I'm retiring, dude. I'm fucking like I don't need this shit anymore. I'm done. You know, I don't want to be in the limelight. 
Too much. But they have deep pockets. Drama. I don't think they're going anywhere. And here's the other thing that Phil said. Well, Look, he brought up a good point. Um, at the end of this, Phil was just saying, this is my way. This is our way, it should be, of the player saying, look, if you're not going to treat us better, the PGA, pay us more, then we have somewhere else to go. So now the PGA is being held accountable. They have some leverage, finally. And he wants more players to come over and say, hey, yeah. you should do this, too. Because even the PGA came out and said, yeah, you are suspended, definitely. But they didn't say, if you leave, live. They never said you can't come back. Yeah, they just... They left the door open for a reason. Yeah. Well, I, I read today that they... They don't want you to come back if you leave. I watched the, the interview. PGA. The yeah. PGA, yeah. The, the head guy said. It's very that, spiteful of them. But the other thing is, is that every industry in the world is built on the backs of some working class. Every single yeah, one of them. This is capitalism at its finest. Right it is. In it's addition. Capitalism at its finest. I say, go for it. Try it. If, if it works, people will come. Absolutely. And they'll watch and they'll enjoy, you know, yeah. and like they'll. And if you look at it. all the different sports businesses out there besides just golf, like there's not, there's like the golf industry has a lot of other competitive leagues out there that pay pretty damn well. Like when you say relative to the European football league versus the NFL or the Canadian football league versus the NFL. And then you compare that to the European uh, golf league or the Asian golf leagues compared to the PGA tour. I mean, like they're getting paid, you know, pretty close to what they're getting paid on the PGA is. And if you look at Walmart or Amazon, how do they get so many new consumers? They get them by cutting the prices. Mm -hmm. And they actually do it by losing money because they know if they lose money long enough, their competitors can't swim that long. Mm. So it's just basically, it's basically like Texas Hold'em and the big stack at the table controls all the chips because he's big stacking you, you know? Yeah, and they got endless, and that's what they're doing. Endless amounts. The well will never be dried up. No well, pun intended. Uh, the public investment trust of Saudi Arabia, right. which is what it's called, that owns LIV, which is basically named after 18 holes of birdies equals 54, and mm. LIV in, room, in uh, Roman numerals is 54. And there's 54 and holes played over three eight, days. Eight of their tournaments. Of four. Eight of their tournaments. There's normally 72. Are going to be here in the U.S. and the Saudis are giving away eight, eight of those here in the U.S. Um, twenty thousand tickets for free. They're just giving them out. They, they just can. want to, Yeah, they're like, fuck it. We just want people to show up. You should and see the present what? value, future value of money. Dude, they're gonna those private players, jets for all of them. Kevin Na posted on Instagram. Jacked. The they're private jets jacked. are nuts. Those events are going to be packed with people. You think it'll be like Happy Gilmore and they'll be like riding the bull, slapping it, wrestling okay. with crocodiles and shit. Yeah, you took his arm. <laughs> I took his eye. You only have one eye. I took his right? eye. So it's going to be interesting Happy to see. What, it's going to be in the news a lot. So if you follow um, Gaff or any of that stuff and Phil, it's going to be interesting. And, and it's another thing to distract America. They're, they want people to look at, hey, you know, these guys that are doing it, they don't like Americans. They're, they're for the Saudis that nah. you know took down the towers. I'm, I'm saying that's the media. That's what the PGA is pushing out already. Really? And they're hitting home. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just like January the 6th. The Saudis didn't take down the towers. Well, this is what the, the PGA This is what the PGA said today. They said, look, have you ever had to apologize for playing for the PGA? Have you ever? And that's their way of saying it. But also, this is the same guy that allowed all these golfers, everyone, to play in the Saudi tournament that just, got, that just passed to go get some money. 
And then you look at like uh, Michael Jordan's earnings that he got paid for playing for the Bulls, and you compare that to how much he makes in endorsements, mm. and it's just like close, nothing. Dude, dude nothing. Jordan brands like the number three sneaker brand in the world, which that's an anomaly. And Nike. I'm surprised it's not number one. It's uh, an anomaly, it's but like. Yeah. yeah, you know, I 100%. mean, it's crazy. Like he makes more money on uh, it's Gatorade. Just a, it's just another distraction. Be like Mike, all that Gillette yeah. with his Hitler mustache on the plane. Remember that thing? <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan. Do you remember that? With that little like he shaved everything but the shit underneath his nostrils, yeah. and it was just like I don't know. What it is looked that? weird. You remember that? that? You're all aging guy? yourself. Yeah. You're aging yeah. yourself on your birthday, Luke. I'm so old. Mm-hmm. Get me my fix-a-dent. How many pairs of Jordans do you own, Jeremy? <laughs> um, down to about... Down. I don't even... Get a look on your phone? Uh, you got that many? I'm, d- I'm down to about 30. You know, I've never owned a pair of Jordans. Ever? Ever in my entire life? life. I grew up very poor. Yeah, I didn't have that no, white money, you know? I'm sorry. I, dude, my parents, blue-collar family. My mom, my mom and dad bought me, me a pair in 85 when I was like in junior high playing ball, and they got me a pair of the Jordan 1s, and I fell in love, and then every year I played, they would try it. I didn't always have Jordans, but mm-hmm. they would try to get me a pair of Jordans to play ball in. I had the upside-down swoosh. Like the pay less type basketball. Now table. those are actually popular. Yeah. Like Travis Scott has made those joints popular. He like does weird things with the like design and stuff. But the other thing is for like six thousand on retail. Right. It's like well, that's a, my first pair of Jordans market. were like in the eighties and like you know, I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm like almost ten. I don't know if I'm like ten years older than you, Vinny. I mean, you're a young kid, man. You're running around. Like I don't know, you're on TikTok and not on TikTok. You're doing I I don't know. I'm just trying. To I do out. make our videos for our social media on TikTok. You are you're so good you at are it. Young. You're young. And you're young and energetic. You. You're full of life. Thank I'm you. dead, man. I'm basically we're, yeah, done. We're dying. We're I feel old. So we're an old, old. breed. We're did you see my balls? You did turn 69 today. <laughs> There's like a couple of little white flossers on there. <laughs> there is some incriminating pictures I could put out there. Oh no! Oh no! Mm-hmm. From the whiskey nights. Are you listening? Damn. All right, Patriots. That's it for this week. Thanks for hanging out with us once again. We are Dudes Talking Freedom. I'm DTF. You guys DTF? Every day. All day. All night. All the time. Ah! (laughs) For Jeff, Luke, and Vince, we (laughs) fucked that one up. This is Jeremy, and we'll see you next time. Peace.